Welcome to the Technical Leadership Podcast. This is episode number nine. Today we're going to talk about using incentives to motivate performance. A couple of years ago, I was running a startup with my business partner. We were looking to get a new customer contract, but had to make some changes to our existing software to meet their needs. We spent a couple of weeks changing our software and set up a custom-made prototype. In the end, we didn't get the contract. However, I don't regret any of the work I did for the chance to get a new customer. Looking back on that time, I find it interesting that I would spend a few weeks of time and energy for a reward that wasn't even guaranteed. I had a strong incentive to impress and hopefully win a contract, even without guarantees. Compare this to the experience of many software engineers in the industry who are not highly motivated to excel in their profession despite earning high salaries. Why is it that I was so highly motivated for a non-guaranteed outcome? I was motivated because of the incentive. The incentive to gain a new customer and to see our revenue increase was my incentive. In fact, perhaps it was because the outcome was not guaranteed that incentivized me even further. As a leader, incentives are a powerful tool to create good performance. The challenge you have is in creating the right incentive structure for members of your team to excel. Finding the right incentive is an art. Incentives need to change over time as static incentives yield diminishing returns. In fact, your team may already be incentivized even without informal incentives in place. Take some time to think about your team culture. Why do certain cultural traits exist? Why do some companies have a culture of gratitude and others a culture of blame? One reason could be that it's the incentive that the team or individuals have that influence their decisions. One natural incentive is the difficulty it takes to get the task done. We tend to opt for completing quick and easy tasks rather than hard and difficult tasks, (laughs) even if they are valuable. To correctly incentivize good work, we need to make good things easy and bad things hard. In episode 8, we discussed how you can lead others through asking questions. Now ask yourself, what is driving your team culture? How are team members responding to your input? Are they honest? Shy? Do they own up to their mistakes? Or do you find out through other channels that they're making mistakes? Considering how individuals in your team operate will help you identify the incentives. Once you understand those incentives, you can use them to redirect your team to do more valuable work. For example, when a new hire joins your group, does your team rally to help the new hire ramp up? Or are existing deliverables so inflexible that your veterans opt to complete their own task ahead of ramping up the new employee? It's up to you to decide what behavior to incentivize. Now, there are a host of behaviors that I would recommend you incentivize, but I'll leave that work up to you. As a leader, you set the culture of your team, whether explicitly through intentional thought and action or implicitly through ignorance and fate. I'm going to assume you're wanting to be intentional, so let me give you two tips for creating good incentives. First, set clear criteria that will be rewarded, and secondly, enact the reward in a short amount of time. For example, you may want to give public commendation whenever anyone proactively admits to their own mistake. Your commendation is the reward for an uncomfortable action to be transparent about mistakes. Another example could be that when you observe someone going out of their way to help someone else deliver an an important business objective, you email them and the team calling out their actions and how they contributed to the business. It's important that you are impartial when giving rewards, which is only possible when the incentive criteria are clear. The goal here is to create quantitative performance, so you need quantitative measurements. Making these criteria transparent will help your team understand when their actions are commendable and give them the power to make an informed decision upfront. I mentioned two rewards for incentives. There are also a whole host of other options, such as having a floating trophy or a team mascot. I've 
used that with some good success in the past. Public recognition is a strong incentive. You also have the option of team activities such as lunches or meetups. And even today, when most of our collaboration is done virtually, I find that creating meetings to connect and celebrate actions is still a really good reward for the team. So today, identify one behavior you want your team to exhibit, document the criteria, find an objective way to measure, and commit to consistently incentivize that behavior. Get some feedback from your team about your idea and your one-on-ones, and then announce it to your team. You can use one of the examples I've already mentioned as an easy first step. And that's the end of this episode. What did you think? Let us know on Twitter by using the hashtag technical leadership or sending a tweet to tech lead Our mission is to build a community of leaders that inspire others to excellence. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who could also benefit from it. If you want to support this podcast more directly and have access to our community Slack channel, head to patreon.com forward slash technical leadership for more information. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.